Greetings from Storybrooke. This is the land where you really shouldn't trust anyone with your secret beignet recipe. <laughs> we also talk about uh, ABC's hit series, Once Upon a Time. Uh, how are you guys doing this week? Pretty good. Yeah, good. Uh, yeah as always, uh, Bobby Hawk here. And uh, who else is with us this week? Unfortunately, Elizabeth couldn't join us. Uh, we have Monica Sadai and uh, Tony Hoop. Mm, what's up, you guys? <laughs> All right, so um, we're just going to go ahead and get straight into things. A uh, little later than usual, finally, my camera started working. I, you know, I'm, I'm almost started cursing. I thought we got that out of our, uh, <laughs> out of the <laughs> out system. Of our system before the show started. Yeah, um, but uh, and and now I'm having mic problems. It seems with the music, but either way, we're here to talk uh, to. Eh, talk with you guys about Once Upon a Time. And of course, as always, Monica, you've been doing such a great job with the rhymes uh, lately. Why don't you go ahead and hit, uh, hit us up with another rhyme for this week's summary? Zelina finds the house of candy to free Dandy. Is sadly be back. Rogers frees Henry from Nick to save Zelina. They'll have to be quick. Zelina is full of emotion in this week's episode, Chosen. 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 Was that just me or did it sound like Gladys was doing the uh, um, the opening there for a second? <laughs> yeah. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. No, no, it's Tony, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yes. <laughs> oh, my you, God. You just froze, like, you kind of, like, froze and, like, uh -huh. it, there's a, a character from a video game, uh, portal to um called gladys it's like a talking computer that's what i did it, it, it was just that was my grandmother's name oh i'm so oh my god <laughs> oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> jesus <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, that was a great rhyme. Uh, I'm, not, uh, I'm sorry. I got total loss of words now. Um, so anyway, yes, uh, this this week's episode chosen. Okay, but now I'm back on track. All right, so more or less this was a... to be chosen. <laughs> this was uh, more or less a showcase for uh, Zelina this week. Um, yes. I guess more or less a parting episode. Uh, to be honest with you, I really... Didn't like it at first upon the first viewing, and I, I think it kind of grew on me more, but I, I definitely had some some issues with it. But we'll get into that as we go through the episode. So uh, without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. Years ago, Hansel and Gretel. Uh, OK, take two. <laughs> years, ago, <laughs> years ago, Hansel and Gretel are held captive as the gingerbread witch plumps, uh, plumps them for her feast. Selena may be wicked, but even she isn't down with cannibalism. The Wicked Witch comes to banish the Gingerbread Witch. Uh, when Gingy is defeated, the children beg Zelina to free them, which is all the distraction that is needed. The Gingerbread Witch puts a candy magic beat down on Zelina, who stumbles into the woods before collapsing. Flash to today, Kelly sits at her bar or at the bar lamenting Chad as Ronnie returns from the nature walk. They finally have all they need to cure Henry. Too bad he's not in town. Meanwhile, Jacinda's making breakfast, but her mind is elsewhere. She hasn't heard from Henry since he left for New York. 
Suddenly, a buzz on the counter tells her that Henry is fine and the interview went well. She quickly replies, but across town, it's Nick that's using the phone as he has Henry tied up in his apartment. At the precinct, Rogers is being told about Henry's abandoned car as Kelly and Margot head in to report Kelly's secret admirer. But Rogers isn't the detective she wants to talk to. Kelly slips away to chat with Weaver, or whatever he's calling himself these days. Uh, she knows he's the only one who can help her stop Hansel. Flashback to the realms. Zelina comes to but comes to, but she knows she's uh, but she's no longer on the forest floor. I will get this right eventually. She notices, <laughs> <laughs> she notices a man coming through a door. She instinct, and instinctively tries to use her magic, and nothing happens. Her necklace is gone. The man explains that when he found her, the necklace was broken, and he fixed it. When when he returns it to her, she realizes he's blind. She tries to leave, but it's obvious she's still hurt. He asks her to stay until she feels better and as he feeds her she gets a worried look on her face when he tells her about his children that have gone missing hansel and his sister gretel flashback to city uh flash forward to seattle uh nick tries to share memories with henry but that's not the life that he remembers but nick thinks he may have found a way to jog his memory and things are um Meanwhile, things are rolling along at the Rolling Bayou so well that Sabine has to make a run for more ingredients, which gives Drew and Sandy some time to catch up. Looks like Hansel isn't the only woke one when, uh, when Facilier tells Prince Naveen that he intends to collect on his debt. All right. So a lot going on there. Um, dun, dun, dun. First of all, um, I could be wrong, but does it uh, is the opening telling us that this is the Hansel and Gretel from our world or from you know the original realm? I don't think so. I think it's yeah. definitely this new realm. Um, well, I was first surprised to see the gingerbread house in Oz of all places. Right, but that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that Oz is not part of this new storybook realm. Like this is supposed to be a whole new different set of stories. So mm -hmm. Zelina wouldn't be a part of that. So flashing back from Zelina's you know, Oz mm -hmm. to this gingerbread house shows us that this gingerbread house and this Hansel and Gretel are part of Zelina's realm. And Zelina isn't part of this other storybook realm. Mm -hmm. She's part of the original storybook realm, our storybook realm. I, I don't know what you mm -hmm. would call it. So the original, definitely. Right. So, so, so giving up on that nonsense. Yeah, I think we have, but we're still trying to make sense of it. I don't know why, but I, we can nope. forever try. <laughs> I'm I think, struggling with it. I don't care. I, I, I think it's the same. Um, it's hold on. No, it's um, they are the, like they are the definitely. I think the different side of the story because with um with Henry writing these new stories, you know his powers. <laughs> doing what they're doing right but but even know, but even create new characters uh yes but this isn't the hansel and gretel that he wrote true this Maybe isn't the hansel the and gretel is. from his story because yeah. nick nick jack hansel whatever you want to call him he uh -huh. points out all the glaring you know uh um I don't know. Thank, thank you. That's uh, the word. That's the word. Yeah. Uh -huh. You know, in in Henry's story, because uh -huh. this isn't Henry. This, this isn't the Henry, the Hansel and Gretel that Henry wrote. This isn't uh -huh. the Hansel and Gretel from Jacinda's, uh, Ella's. That mm -hmm. you know, that storybook realm. This is the uh -huh. Hansel and Gretel from our storybook realm. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, okay. If anything, if 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 like, but then haven't we also story, haven't we already met Hansel and Gretel in our storybook realm? We have, and they were just uh, they were just about the same age. Um, now, if this was ours, then we would have recognized the act, the actors. That's what I'm saying. That like nothing about that made, and and I think I think this is why I didn't like this episode to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um. And the only reason I like it is because I like Zelina so much. And I do feel that there were so many moments in here for her to shine. Definitely. But I I just can't wrap my head around what's going on in this episode. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking from a, just a theory point of view that this is just uh, a story that was waiting to be played out. Or maybe it was just time for this. You know, it was this chapter of the story to be told. I mean... I- I think at this point they don't even care that there's two different storybook realms. Yeah, they're they're just throwing it out there like they're just, you know, they're just like you know this is what it is. This is it. This, this is, is it. Is. You know, you've got eight <laughs> more episodes, seven more episodes, whatever the pace may be. You know, enjoy. Enjoy, right? <laughs> take, take it and all the sweets. It could be worse. Um, but yeah, that, that's no that's, that's where I feel that we're going with this story. Because, like I said, I uh, and it really sucks because I feel like the past I I th- I feel like they were on a streak. I feel like for the past three, two or three weeks, we've been gushing on about yeah, gushing about how well they've been doing. And hopefully, next week is is a little different. And I'm kind of a jumping ahead of myself and and judging the whole episode already. And we've only <laughs> discussed started. the first third. Um. So anyway, um. I know, but this this podcast would not be, you know, what it is without <laughs> without you know our regular jumping ahead, <laughs> jumping around but, things like that. Okay, true. This is true. The uh, it's our it's our personalities that uh, we bring to this podcast. It's true. Um, okay, so I I mentioned Kelly uh, when I was talking. Um, Zelina, um, like I said, this was definitely her her episode to shine being that it's more or less seems like her swan song. Um, I'm sure she'll probably come back for maybe the last episode, but I think this is probably the last. Yeah. I'm thinking this is probably the last we've seen of her for at least a while. Um, so I love the captain slip up when she called, you know, hook captain. And he mm-hmm. was like, um, that's detective. Right. You know, I know. And, I know who you are, captain. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And, and then the you can take the um, actually I think I'm jumping ahead of myself on that line. But again, you said you know screw it. You said jumping ahead of yourself. I loved it when uh, she went into uh, you know more or less gold pawn shop. You know, serves as gold pawn shop now. And she was like, oh, you can't take you can take gold out of the pawn shop. You know, <laughs> so true. <laughs> so I just love those little asides. Um, but anyway, and, oh, and there was another thing. So. Uh, why didn't Zelina use the use her magic to heal herself when she was in the cabin with Hansel's dad? Um, I had that question. Any thoughts this, there? This is true. I mean, like I thought that I'm thinking with her going up against a strong witch in general, it just you know took a lot a lot out of her. So and her her everything ab- everything about that would just seem like so stupid to be honest with you. <laughs> I, I did not like practically any of that. I didn't like um, just everything about that was stupid. I didn't, I did nothing was like, I, I felt there were so many times in this episode that there were like scenes missing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, like you, you, like, I don't know. 
like you were supposed to um um, they they just didn't give enough information for you to like really process what was going on on screen. And I'm, I'm betting I'm betting it's going to be more uh, explored or explained in the deleted scenes. Those deleted scenes just seem like, why did you take that out? This should have been in there. You Do you know, know who directed it, this episode? Uh, that would be Lana Perea. Yes, yes, I, we did not mention that at the top of the episode, and and again that that made me a little, you know. Um, more tied as far as like invested in, in how well the episode was going to do. And so maybe that is another factor in why I was not as, as pleased by the episode. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not like she wrote it. She just, no, no, I hear you, but I was just, you know, like, it's like, this is her directorial debut. And so, you know, I'm looking forward to, you know, I don't know. And th- there were quite a few cheesy moments in this episode that, you know, even if you're not the writer, if you're the director, you could be like, we couldn't come up with someone something else, guys. <laughs> I mean, you know, it was giving. Um, I, I I actually seen an article or two about it about what she thought. Now go and, on, you monkey, get on that bike and fly. Are you serious? <laughs> Are you serious? Yes. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I mean, I saw a couple of articles, but she thought she was given a lot of free roam and what she can do, you know, things like that. But I don't know. Now go on, you monkeys. I don't know about that. But Isn't that what she said? Now go on, you monkey, get on that bike and fly. Yep. That's what she did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it made me think of that line from Frozen. <laughs> With the guy who's like, uh, with the what is it? He says, with the like a monkey with the wings of a chicken, I fly, or something like that. It's so awkward. I mean, oh god, I don't know. When you sit with uh, Weaselton or whatever, Wesselton, Wesselton, <laughs> yeah, but that you know, that's how he would say in the in the movie, he'd correct them. Uh-huh. But, yeah. didn't, Alan, didn't Alan Tudyk play him in the show or something? Or no, no, was he on the no, Alan Tudyk played him in the movie, but he was on the show, though, wasn't he? I believe so. He was so. in an episode yes. of the show. Yes, Wesselton uh-huh. was on the show. Yes, yes, yes. Yep. yes. Mm-hmm. I thought that was funny. I think, I mean, I, I know everyone gives the Frozen arc a lot of crap, but I I think it had its moments. It did. I enjoyed it. If like if like if we had to talk about it again, I, I think we, I would have loved to revisit that arc. Definitely. I mean, I think we've gotten a lot worse stuff from the show than yes. the Frozen arc. Uh, um, anyway. yeah, Land of Untold story arc. <sighs> I just that was okay. That was just missed opportunities. I feel they I feel so I, much I, more. Yes, I was when I first saw that story. You know, when they when they first teased that, I was like, Jules Verne. You know, Zeph- yeah. Zephyr's fly. I mean, I was so waiting. This is what I've been waiting for. And then more you know, stories that are not you know fairy tale. Yes, bring I mean, it. And then it's like like, like if I had to pick like you know, <laughs> you know like here's like four episodes that put that uh, just you know that like got my hopes up and disappointed me it'd be like that one the portal episode um you know when when they go into jefferson's hat and they show all the doors in jefferson's hat it's like mm-hmm. i don't even want to, I'm, I'm sorry. To we, we need to move on many. we need to move on we because I'm, I'm getting steamed up i think there's smoke coming out of my ears um okay uh oh okay and then how does this rem- uh, how does what is happening in Nick's apartment Jack or whatever remind this remind him of Henry's 19th birthday party was Henry tied up somewhere 
Like what? I mean, I, I don't understand how what was going on in that apartment. You know, my oh, question is, when did they meet? <laughs> well, it must question. have been pretty shortly after coming out of the portal. But didn't that, we see? But we also saw their meeting, didn't we? Or no? No. No, no, we, we no, just we, saw we, them. We just saw them together each other say, later. Okay. And say, hey, so this is my friend Jack. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And then they talk. Oh, we've had many adventures together that you'll never see. That you'll never ever ever <laughs> see because the show is ending. You know all those episodes that we would have gotten. You know. And I still wonder if they knew in the beginning of the season that that's where they were going with Jack. I don't think they knew then that Jack was going to be Hansel. <laughs> no. But hey. In the, in, in, in the turn of events, I think is it all right. It, it's all good. The show's going to end, guys. Let's just. You yeah, know. I know. I know. I know. I was just like I said, I was just so happy with these past three episodes. And so I kind of. And then it's dropping the ball. Well, you know what? Yeah, anyway, it's got to have their downfall. I know. And, and, and I'm hoping, you know, next week's episode is called The Guardian. So I'm really hoping mm. to, you know, find mm. some answers with that mm. one. It's going to be great. Um. Anyway, uh, did you guys watch this week's live or did you watch it on DVR or, you know, on Hulu. Demand? Hulu. because mm-hmm. I recorded it. And when I went to watch it on my DVR, apparently Trump uh, um, preempted the show with his serious strike. Oh, God. Like I was like, it was literally the last like five minutes of not even five minutes. It might have been two minutes. It was the mm-hmm. scene. It was the scene. Of, OK, uh, I'll get to the. I'll wait till the end to say it. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, Tony, like, why don't you go ahead and tell us what you thought about this first third? Uh, this first act, I actually liked um, how they went back and showed um, Zelina's kindness throughout, you know, the scenes with the, uh, um, with the guy. Um, I forgot his name. What's his name again? I could not remember for the life of me. I did. I tried to remember. Oh, the father? The yes. father. Yeah. I don't I like think they gave him a name. I, I like they, one, they, 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 they mentioned it once. It was like Ivor or something like that. Ivan, I think. Or, or Ivor, or yes, I like for some reason I wanted I, to I say Ivor. Yes, exactly. Iv something even. Iv something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. It's okay. Yeah, we'll never see him again. It doesn't matter. Right. It's, it's it's all good. We don't even know if he's even alive, you know. <laughs> anyway, I, I like that they showed her kindness. You know, that's something that we hardly ever get to see, when, you know, because when we flash back, she's all wicked and all gussied up and in and, and black and green uh, makeup. And, you know, we we never see that kindness, you know, side about her. And I, I, I actually missed that. Um, and also, soon to be blind witch. This this woman, uh, this woman, all right, like yeah. crouching tiger, hidden dragon on her ass, right? And, like uh, just <laughs> flick, you know, like just wave of her wrist, like you know, like oh, like here, I'm gonna just bat you away like a fly. It's like wait a minute, since when? Since when does Zelina let that ever happen? And I mean, like and it this came, is out, of, it came out of nowhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, and, I guess you could argue like, okay, she was surprised, but still, that was just. Like, come on. Like, that kind of reminds me of the episode when um her and the evil queen went up against each other. When mm-hmm. she threw her up against mm-hmm. the garage door. I'm like, ha, 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 ha. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Really? You against the queen. And you just going to be like, I'm not going to fight you. I'm not going to do this. Mm-hmm. Man, I would have fought her so quick. <laughs> I would have stood up for myself. But, and also, mm-hmm. I would have never imagined... Um, 
you know, like we said earlier, we, we, we would have never imagined the uh, blind witch being an Oz. Is that just some part of Oz that we didn't go to or? This is just them trying to lean into this. I, I, I'm done talking about that. It doesn't make any sense. We're not going to make it make any sense. Move on. Move it's on. never, it's never going to make sense. But yeah, I was just shocked into seeing her there. As, as well, like I so. said, I had to. I, I actually rewound that part of the episode and watched it again to be like, wait a second. So is like, he, where are you are you what? right outside the city? Yeah. It's like, so is is Oz in the, uh, the? Look, now we're getting into it again. We're not going to answer it. We're not going to answer. It. No, but you know, it just it just it just didn't make sense. But yeah, that's what I thought. I liked how they showed a side that we hardly ever could see about Zelina until later. You know. Into the present. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah that, I mean, that's what it's, I like. always, it's always shown that she was sweet until she was rejected. That seems to be her thing. It's like, you know, you know, as soon, you know, as soon as she feels any kind of rejection, that that's, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just one of those things that have always been in any type of rendition uh, story of the, uh, Wicked Witch. Like, mm-hmm. for example, in Wicked, you know, they always say, oh, you're wicked, you're this, you're that, just because she looked different. And I mean, I guess that's how evil is made if you, you know, uh, disregard people or make them singled out or things like that. I never really understood that, mm-hmm. I guess, I guess until, you know, saying, okay, now you want me to be wicked? Sure, I'll be wicked, you know? And then, boom, the born, like, here, he, like here is the day that uh, the Wicked Witch of the West was born, because she right. was sick and tired of all the people's crap. <laughs> That's right. what it seemed like. <laughs> no, no, yeah, I hear you. And uh, Monica, did you have anything to share before we move on? Uh, just yeah, I was really surprised at how how powerful that uh, gingerbread witch was, mm-hmm. and uh, the glowing necklace has it has it done that before? Mm-mm. I it's don't. Never, yeah. I kind don't of that feel like it like that. I. I, I feel like it's glowed power. before. I feel like it's it's glowed before. I don't know okay. quite. Like I don't. Um. I can't really pinpoint. You know. I can't say like. Oh yes, season four, episode three. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not. Um, <laughs> but, but I I feel like it's glowed before. I just can't really say the context of when and where. It looked um, like it kind of siphoned her power away from her, like saying, "Okay, hey, you've had enough. I'm a, you know." We're sitting here debating on what it off. did. <laughs> no, you're fine. We're sitting here. We're we're sitting here debating on what it did. Mm-hmm. I and, mean, I would I wouldn't call this a debate. I would call it a discussion. <laughs> oh my lord! <laughs> what? What happened? What? And now they're going to do discuss or debate whether it's a discussion or a debate <laughs> <laughs> no 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 I, no I was just saying like I, I feel like it kind of siphoned her power a little bit saying okay hey I'm gonna cut you off for a second you know just yeah yeah because her power is in her necklace and so her, her necklace was damaged so I guess that answers my question earlier about why she didn't just use her magic but mm-hmm. again I just that's why I'm saying is that I don't I wish they had been more clear about, you know, I, I feel like we were, there was just a beat, not even a scene, just a, mm-hmm. an, an explanation, you know, just like every now and then it's just like, wait a second, why did that happen? Like, Let's and then, Fred. 
Yeah, uh, I, bl- I blame Fred. Fred has Fred has a lot of stuff uh, of what uh, I'm going to uh, say about in the later episode. I blame Fred for this. All right, let's <laughs> let's move on before we get. Uh, I'm getting heat. Yeah. Anyway, after coming to him for help, Weaver shows Kelly his creepy evidence locker. She expects some kind of weapon defeat to defeat Hansel. Instead, he gives her her necklace, uh, which without magic is useless, but. It seems he was really just giving her a pep talk all along anyway. Flashback to the realms. Lena tries to return the hospitality of her savior by cooking cooking dinner for him. But she has trouble starting a fire. He sees she's having trouble and they start a fire together. He speaks with his children again and Zelina gets noticeably upset and decides to leave. Uh, he asked her to stay, and she says she, re- she will return, but she ha- just has something she has to take care of first. Flashback to the Heights, Jacinda's off for a run when she runs into Rogers. He tells her about Henry's car being found. She says she just got a text from him in New York. When she takes a closer look at the text, she realizes it's not from Henry, but um, she realizes it's not from Henry. But Rogers has an idea who might have sent it. As he continues to try and free himself, uh, Nick brings something that he will think that he thinks will make Henry remember proof that he is Lucy's father, but Henry just thinks it's a trick. No matter Hansel is off to kill the witch that hurt him the most. Henry's aunt Zelina just to be safe. He knocks him out for good measure at Ronnie's Kelly's closing up when she notices, notices the shadow of someone with a weapon. She ducks behind the counter and grabs the closest thing she could find, but it's just, but the shadow is just Ronnie with a crowbar. The two share a drink, and Ronnie assures Kelly everything will be okay. Flashback to the realms. Zelina has come to uh, meet Gingy for round two, and this time she's prepared. The gingerbread witch does her best crouching tiger, and Zelina pulls out a stone, points it at her eyes, and steals her sight. She knows someone who needs it more than she does. She enters the candy cottage to save the day, but it's too late. Hansel and Gretel are gone. Flashback to today, Rogers enters Nick's apartment and finds Henry unconscious. He tells Rogers that Nick is after Kelly and they head off to find him. At Ronnie's, Kelly has a drink when the phone rings. It's Nick. She uh, He has Chad, and if he has, if she ever wants to see her boo bear again, she'll do exactly what he says. Um, okay, so, you know, the, there's the pawn shop line I was talking about earlier. Uh, but, um, okay, so... The whole Ronnie with a crowbar thing, that was stupid and lame. Um, uh, I don't understand. Uh, let me see. Am I getting ahead of myself? Yes, I am. All right. Um, I don't know. I, honestly, I, I didn't write any notes on this, on this section, so I obviously don't have too much to say about it. So, Tony, why don't you pick up the slack for a moment? Um, let's see. I was just going to say... Uh... Why don't you go, Monica? Go ahead. Okay. Uh, <laughs> way to go, That's Rogers, uh, on figuring out um, that Nick was Hansel, especially not being uh, aware mm-hmm. uh, of, of all the craziness. Um, yes. Did it, anyone notice his car? It, it think... looked really familiar, mm-hmm. but it's I couldn't an... place what... Yeah, Bobby, do you know what it was? Um, what, that's a Camaro, right? An SS Camaro? 
I, I saw the SS, but I, I didn't okay. know. And uh, if you think like there are a lot of ships are named like SS this, SS uh-huh. that. And uh-huh. so uh, it's, it's almost kind of an Easter egg that the SS is on his car. <laughs> I didn't see that. <laughs> oh, well, it, it reminded me of the Winchester car. So I was no, it, it definitely, it definitely it, yes. Oh. Yeah, it definitely, oh. it definitely uh, bears that in mind. But yes, the SS that, on his car. Impala, so it's still a Chevy, but. Right, but it's, it, yeah. it, it definitely, it definitely, um, you know, like I said, makes you think of it at the very least. But like I said, yeah, the the SS on his car is is in reference to like you know the SS Jolly Roger, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The SS Minnow. The SS Minnow. I didn't even see it. I mean, like I, I think I might have to go back just for that part. Just no, so I again, I mean, I don't have confirmation that that's the case, but I mean, when I saw the SS yeah, on the car, I was like. You know, that makes sense because, you know, like I said, Perfect. he's a pirate. Right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I love the, the line in here. I'm sorry, but I've been to, I do enough trees with you to know these ropes won't hold. Yeah, I that was <laughs> I did like his performance. You know, uh, while, while I, I did find the whole episode as a whole to be lackluster and you know, I, you know, I felt like there were some things that could have uh, dealt with a little more explaining. I, I felt like the even though I don't think they had this in mind from the beginning, I think they did a decent job of, you know, a whole Jack Nick Hansel thing with uh-huh. the I, with the exception of Selena, I really don't see. I feel like they just kind of threw Selena in there because they had to. True. Yeah, um, that, that. And the uh, one question I had for this section was when um, when Ronnie comes back and she's complaining of how many kinds of moss there are. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be potions making one hundred and one? I, I mean, yeah. How many types are there? What do you what? How do you locate? I mean, that just sounds like basic. Basic witchcraft. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that it would make perfect sense, but I guess with her, um, you know, I wouldn't say just getting woken up or with her getting woken up, you know, I'm guessing that your memory's kind of foggy and what you've learned over the years is kind of like just fizzed out for a moment. (laughs) Right. And I would say on anything else. I would say she's in a different realm, but she did spend 30 years here before. Mm. Yeah, she did spend 30 years in Storybook. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this is what I'm saying. There's plenty of moments like that in this episode where it's just like, if you, just take, a, if you just take a second to think about it, it's like, this shouldn't be happening. Mm-hmm. I agree. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, Tony, did you have anything to add before I move on? Oh, Boo Bear. Boo Bear, Boo Bear. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks when family or soon to be family gets in the middle of things, but I guess that's what it that's what leverage is for. Uh, <laughs> um but uh I think Hansel would have um with how how serial killerish he's being, I think he would have made an awesome dark one. <laughs> a very strong or awesome one. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like he would have definitely scared me the most. Uh, um, I think if I had to count about who were like good, very good dark worms, it'll definitely be Rompo being number one, um, and then um, uh, 
Hansel being number two, and then um, Emma, and then and then uh, Killian. Definitely my favorite dark ones. Weren't they like a shared dark one? They were a shared dark one, but I think I think um, I think uh, for people who were most who were more evil was definitely Killian. <laughs> Like, like Emma was like, "Hey, I'm gonna do this. Uh, you, are you, are you gonna stop me?" Question mark. <laughs> I mean, that's what it seemed like. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't really think that she was that, you know, evil. To be honest with you, because I was hoping for more with that. But that's another chance. Yeah, and they teased, they teased a lot more with that. Um, I think there was even like, didn't they show her like stabbing someone even at one point, like in a tease that that never happened or something? Um, she was behind bars, and it seemed like it was the same jail that um, Rumpel, Rumpel was, was in. in. Right. She, uh-huh. she she took the um the guard's heart, <laughs> crushed it, and it's like, where was that? Question yeah, that scene <laughs> never happened. They never. showed it in the tease, and then it just never happened. Happened. I mean, yeah. they just said, "Here, we're going to they, throw this in just to get you happy." It, it wasn't even like, "Oh, this was a nightmare that Snow had about what's happening with Emma." No, it was just nothing. Uh, nope. It was. No. It, oh, it was just like it was just we're going to suck you in and be like, "Yeah, are you ready now for season five? Yeah, yeah. Guess what? It's not going to happen." So apparently, this is the Haterade episode. Yes, this is. Uh, <laughs> but um, something that um, Hamster had mentioned about Gretel, it seems, it, it, and, and uh, it almost seems like basically anyone can learn magic if you study hard enough. Well, I, th- I feel like they established that at the beginning of the season and maybe not even the beginning of the season. I mean, you know, even with uh, Rumpel's, no, wait, yeah, Rumpel's mom. Yeah, Rumpel's mom was um yeah. She wasn't magic. She, she stole was she stole magic from a fairy. Mm-hmm. And then at the beginning of this season, you know, uh, you know, uh, Victoria With, uh, Tremaine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Tremaine. She was saying power can be taken, and right, she, and 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 that sense. Now that I'm thinking about it, now it kind of reminds me of Rumpel's mom. Mm-hmm. You know, taking the power of, of another from fairy. the fairy. Right. Uh huh kind of crazy right and that's what they like i at first i was thinking you know like i was going to just mention this season but then i was like wait a second we've actually even seen that before mm-hmm. so, i mean it's been established that you don't necessarily have to be born with magic to use magic mm-hmm. and also with the line he said uh gretel made sure she was she was never weak or that weak again mm-hmm. you know and, and how and that's how you know she was pushed to learn things like that so yeah, I, I thought that was cool. I liked it. All right. <laughs> Moving on. All right. Third, third part. Uh, Ronnie comes downstairs to see that Kelly is upset. She tells Ronnie that Chad is at the airport and asks if she could pick him up. Flashback to the realms. Zelina comes back from the gingerbread house with bad news, but Ivor already knows. Oh, apparently I did write it down. Hansel and Gretel returned and told him everything. He's enraged that he kept this from her. He, she tries to apologize by giving him the sight she stole from Gingy, but he tells her to leave. Out of spite, she throws the sight into the fireplace. When Hansel stands up to her, she rewards his bravery by encircling his arm in flames before vanishing in a puff of smoke. Flash forward to Ronnie's as Zelina sits in wait. She hears something and grabs Ronnie's bat before investigating. She heads to the basement and finds Chad tied up there before... um. 
before Nick closes the door behind her. He pulls a knife and a scuffle ensues. Kelly gets the upper hand and Nick tells her to finish him off, but decides, but she decides not to kill him and just knocks him out with the knife instead. She unties Chad and tells him everything mostly uh she tries to give him the, his ring but he says that when he proposed proposed he signed up for everything at jacinda's she answers a knock at the door to find henry he's come to tell her he's decided to take the job after all across town at the food or, or decided not to take the job after all i don't know what i just said uh <laughs> to take um, the job <laughs> I know. I just realized what I was saying. I was like, what? Right. Wrote that down wrong. Um, oh, no, I wrote it down wrong. I write. I just said it wrong. OK. Across town in the food truck, <laughs> Sam D pays Drew a late night visit. Uh, Drew made him some special beignets. The special ingredient is betrayal. Sam D uses them to enchant a voodoo doll and goes on his way. Back at Ronnie's, Kelly tells Ronnie that Chad accepted her. Unfortunately, she has to stay and help save Henry. Ronnie tells her that they can manage and that she should go be with Chad. Margot stops in and notices the goodbye hug. Kelly offers her to come with, but she says she'd rather stay behind. Uh, but, but, but she says she's found a reason to stay in H-Town. At the precinct, Nick waits in the interrogation room. When the lights make a familiar flicker and Sandy makes an appearance, he tells him he was the one who woke him and hopes he would take out the competition. Nick tells him if he can get him out of there, he'll take out any witch he wants. Sandy says he had his chance and he grabs the enchanted doll from his vest. He drives a needle into its chest and Nick grabs his chest in the same spot before collapsing. The lights flicker and Sandy is no longer there. All right, so end of episode so uh uh this is where i was telling you about um like this last paragraph right here uh the uh nick tells him if he if you'll get me out of here i'll take out any witch you want and then sam's sandy's like you've had your chance and then boom boom, boom breaking news oh, <laughs> i'm not kidding I'm not kidding. Oh my god. Thanks, Trump. (laughs) Jesus. Thanks, Trump. I mean, they couldn't have timed it better. (laughs) Oh, man. Hey, Bobby. Hey, Bobby. (laughs) What? got Trump. It was nuts, dude. I mean, it, it, they might as well have. They, that, uh, the only thing that would have been better is if, like, a Rick Astley song, a song started playing. That would have been bullshit. It was nuts. It was like literally. Like, Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Anyway. I had to catch the end of it. Uh, well, I mean, it's on demand and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, well, I know. Yeah, literally, yeah. But I mean, well, just like you guys, I have Hulu, I have on demand. So uh, I was able to catch it, you know, but but anyone who was watching it live, oh yeah. that's what they got. Oh, oh, <laughs> my, god. oh my god. Yeah. It was nuts. Uh, anyway, um, like I was saying before, I feel like there were just scenes missing all throughout this episode. Uh, did Nick or Jack or Hansel or whatever tell Kelly to send Ronnie to the airport or to like get rid no. of her or something? No, I think Kelly was just trying to get her out of the way. So what exactly, you know, like he said, do exactly what I say. And then she did. Yeah. 
she just sat there. Like, like, what, okay, what, I'll do what you say. You know, I'm going to, and then she was surprised when he came, you know, like everything about that. So like, what okay. did he tell her to do? What, what think, was the, yeah, I, I think he told us to just sit there and yeah. it, it makes sure it makes sure everything is cleared. Yeah. That's what I was thinking that maybe she, he said, you know, um, I'm coming there and if you're not alone, I'm going to hurt whoever's with you. Maybe something along those lines. And that's uh, why he, that, and that's why she got rid of Ronnie. Man, Ronnie had a crowbar. Zelina had a bat. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> um, okay. So what was up with the magic beignets again? I feel like we were just missing some information there. Like what you, you had, her, you, you, you had her give you the recipe, right? Yeah. Oh, so now I can do this. What do what? I, I'm, what did you just do? I don't understand. <laughs> I think whatever whatever Sandy is out to do right now has to deal with Tiana in a way. The reason why he's taking things from her. Well, I understand that. But but what I don't understand is what just happened with those. You know, like I I'm, I'm okay. This is me just making a logical um, conclusion. Okay, so love is a magic, and the act of love and the um, evidence of the act of love is a magic, you know, i.e. the hair in the bottle and everything like that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's light magic. Mm-hmm. Cecilier works with dark magic. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, like, the evidence of any kind of, like, darkness, i.e. betrayal, the you know, her, mm-hmm. him earning the trust of Sabine and, mm-hmm. you know, the evidence of that trust and then betraying that trust to Samdi and mm-hmm. then the evidence of that, I, I guess. I'm thinking, so, I'm thinking, like mm-hmm. you said, the, um, the um, ingredient. Betray- betrayal. betrayal. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I guess. <laughs> but I, I don't know. And I guess on one hand, it's like, well, I guess at least they're not like, you know, on one hand, you'd be like, well, if they were explaining everything, then it's like they're talking down to the audience. You want them to leave a few gaps for the audience to fill in so the audience can feel like they're involved with the story. But at the same time, I just feel like there's too much like uh, I I had to put, you know, too much that I had to put together for this episode. Makes sense, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's where I—that's where I stand thus far. Um, okay, and so does Sandy have magic or not? So he, he must. The lights flicker whenever he I enters the room. Yeah, but, but we've, that, but we've, that's his cue. So, but, but, so. We've, but we've seen him have to siphon magic to, in order to give Ronnie some magic, and then we've seen him uh, with this beignet thing. He had to, you know, get this little bit of beignet magic in order to enchant this voodoo doll. But yet at the same time, he can enter a room in the flicker of a light and, and vanish just as quickly. Mm-hmm. So what is going on here? I feel like, I feel as if the next time that your lights ever flicker, just look, yeah, for Sam, take, take look behind you. Right. Yeah. Like, like Sandy, are you here? <laughs> <laughs> They're screaming for the salt that I'll be hollering at Sandy. Like, Sandy, stop it. Okay. (laughs) 
So oh, yeah. yeah, I just feel like there were so many inconsistencies and so many like things I had to wrap up myself in this episode that like mm-hmm. while there were definitely moments, you know, I liked Nick and Jack's performance or whatever his, you know, whatever you call and call him. And I love Zelina's performance, but I don't know, Tony, what do you think? Well, here it is. Fred is going to be playing a role in my hater raid that I'm about to spill. And let me tell you. I'm about to spill a gallon. Okay. <laughs> so here's my question. How in the world did Fred help Hansel sneak Chad into the basement and there isn't no door in the main room of the bar that leads down to the basement? It literally made no sense. How could they sneak Chad <laughs> past Elena? As if it's like, oh yeah, here, I want to just turn you know, away. You guys go ahead and sneak him down the stairs. You know, it's, it's okay. I'm not looking, you know, and, and then it's all of a sudden he's in the... He's in the basement. Mm-hmm. Huh? <laughs> Where do... <laughs> Damn, Fred. <laughs> like, I said, like I said, there are so many things about this episode that I just feel like we skipped a step. Uh, do better, Fred. Do better. I'm going to need you to do better, dude. And then also... Um, yeah, the same thing. Where does Zelina think she's going? Mm -hmm. I hope she's going to be in the finale because I'm going to need you to be like, you know, if you're going to come back, come back married. Right. But I'm going to need for them to stop taking her out as if she's just like some side character. She has a, you know, she, she is a character. She is a person, you know, she has a story to be told and things like that. And she could be a very great assistance against the crap that's happening in in Hyperion Heights right now. I just hate they keep on putting, bringing her in, taking her out. Like, which way she's coming? I really was. Uh, I was happy to see you know that when they announced that she'd be coming on the season, mm-hmm. and then I also um, was surprised to see her stay along, stay around as long as she did. Uh, to the point where I really thought that she was going to be around to the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, obviously now she's not. Uh, and I'm sure I again, I feel like that was kind of a casualty of, you know, of what's going on. I think she probably was going to be on for the remainder of the episodes mm-hmm. until, you know, we've um, until everything happened, you know, with the end of the seat, with this being the last of the series and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um and and like I said, you know, I, I think I said two episodes ago that I find I feel like we're finally getting to the part where the writers had to start, you know, closing up shop. And you, this is definitely an episode where you're feeling it. Um, you know, everybody's leaving episode after episode. Right. And and and, and not only, you know, everyone's leaving, things are being tied up. When's the last time we heard from Mother Gothel? Um, she wasn't even in this episode, was she? No, she wasn't. She was okay. mentioned a few times, but she was never in it. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, I'm guessing she'll probably play a big part in next week's episode. Um, it uh, It's called The Guardian. Uh, what is what next week will be? What, 17? 17th episode? Is that right? Yes. I want to say yes. Yes. <laughs> 17. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that means after next week, we'll have probably what, like four more episodes to go? About four more, yeah. Right, and then more than likely, the last two will be a two-parter because that's how they usually close out their seasons anyway. Yep, but then this time it's going to be huge because it's closing out the whole show. So I almost, I almost wonder 
like okay so with the guardian that almost tells me that that's gonna like take care of rumble's story and um unless the guardian plays a big a big you know a a larger role and it's just the the uh like the first appearance of the guardian. And then that's what, you know, that will play out for the rest of the four, four episodes. Mm-hmm. That, that actually does make a little bit more sense now that you mention it. Basically, I want everybody to wake up at the same time. I want everybody to be in, at in, in Hyperion Heights, waking up, reuniting all at the same time. I don't need for people to be gone and be like, Hmm, well, I don't feel anything or, you know, anything like that. I just want everybody to be there waking up all at the same time. And we've, haven't we already confirmed that Storybrooke, you know, that they'll be going to Storybrooke. I believe so. They're supposed to be. Hmm. We'll see. I don't know. All right. And, uh, Monica, you had, you, uh, you had some final thoughts as well. You there, Bobby? Yeah. Can you not hear me? You were facing it now. Did I freeze? Did I do the Gladys there for a second? Yeah. (laughs) The Gladys? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, So, Chad is the best. This is the the ship I didn't know I wanted. I I was going to be just cool with, with it being... Zelina and Robin and just rock on, but mm-hmm. yeah, this is awesome. Yeah, it's it, it was nice to see her get somewhat of a happy ending. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, it, you know, it, um, it's a shame for that actor. I'm sure that when they cast him, it wasn't just going to be for 20 minutes of screen time. <laughs> I, um, yeah, I really had hoped it wasn't going to be. I'm like I said, you know, the, this everything got changed, you know, the, the you know final hour. So mm-hmm. you know, I would have liked to see him react with with uh, Marco. He's on uh, the Runaways. That is right. He is. I gotta really watch that show. That is a, it's a pretty good show. Have you seen that yet, Monica? No. Do you know really of it or about it or anything? I know of it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a Marvel show about a group of kids whose parents are supervillains. Mm-hmm. They are yeah. evil. <laughs> and, the kid, and the kids have a dinosaur. Okay. That's right. I remember that. I remember yeah. that. Oh, my God. Based on a, when was it, like late 90s, early 2000s that the, uh, that the comic series came out, something like that? I believe so. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, it's a Hulu show, and uh, they've already done the first season, and they, I believe they've already greenlit the second. But it's and it's I think it's only like maybe nine or ten episodes as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so it shouldn't be hard to catch up, right? Yeah, it's it's a pretty good show, pretty good show. Um, but yeah, so that uh, brings us to a close for this week's episode of Chosen, and leaves us with uh, what our arbitrary scale. And what did I put for this week? Uh, tw- out of twelve thousand different types of moss. Oh, um, Jesus, this number. <laughs> Jesus. Oh. Every, every once in a while, you got to throw, you know, this is an arbitrary scale. Even though I guess 12,000 moss isn't arbitrary, it was mentioned in the episode. But um, out of 12,000 out of, out of, yeah, 12, kinds of moss, uh, Monica, let's go ahead and start with you this week. What do you give this week's episode? Uh, 1,020. 1,020 out of 12,000? Wait. 
Hang on. Let's try that again. <laughs> Let, let's try our math again. <laughs> 10,200. <laughs> okay, that makes a little more sense. I mean, we have been spilling haterade, but I mean, wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, Jesus, I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, not not the best episode, obviously, but uh, it se- it sounds like you were pretty happy with it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Solid B. Solid B. Okay, and then how about you, Tony? Um, hold on, I'm doing my math right now. Uh, you guys missed the point of an arbitrary scale. Too low. Um, I'm gonna do uh ten thousand and ten thousand five hundred. Ten thousand five hundred. I thought this was the haterade episode, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, look, I didn't Not hate it. Don't let I me change your score. You, you I didn't score hate it. Okay, okay. It's okay. I, I didn't hate it. Okay. There were just some things that Fred did that I didn't agree with, but okay. I liked it. All right, all right. I, I, always, I always love Zelina-centered episodes. Like, those like, are yeah, my yeah. absolute there's, there's a few characters that, that I've grown to love in this in this show, and obviously Lana Perea, Regina, is is one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Rumpel, hands down, and Zelina. And it's kind of odd that they're all kind of the, the villains of the piece that have that become my favorite characters, but that's where, that's where we stand. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so... <laughs> Like I said, I feel like this episode was full of holes. I feel like they they just like cut cut willy nilly things out that that would have totally explained what was going on on screen. I feel like I was left to piece together what was going on. That being said, I uh, like you said, I love Kelly. You know, or Kelly. This is the first time we've heard her called Kelly. I love Zelina episodes. In fact, I love that she had a cursed. Persona. Uh, persona this you know mm-hmm. it was really cool to see her you know because he was never cursed to begin with mm-hmm. um you know in, in the old storyline so that was cool um and you know it was it was it was nice to see them give her a send-off but i feel like they totally did i did early. yeah i i well not only that but i don't feel like it was a well enough send-off uh i feel like they they uh underutilized the talent they had uh in, with like her husband like you said um just the few moments we saw of them that uh, feels like they had great chemistry and i would have loved to have seen more of them which we probably will not and and more than likely we were supposed to had the you know had you know events not occurred um so and then, like, this it is, I still can't wrap my head around, so is Oz, okay, she says in the beginning of the episode, they're starving kids in Arendelle. She's talking about Oz and Arendelle. Boy, the, how the, did you even know about Arendelle? That's what I'm talking about, because she's from, the, you know, the original realm. She's not from... I'm sorry. I okay. Once so, I'm telling you. So out of twelve thousand kinds of boss. Okay. I'm gonna have to say that I'm gonna give this episode seven thousand three hundred forty-three. Ouch, Bobby. This was like I said. The 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 moments I liked, I liked, but 
dear God, I almost wanted to give it lo- lo- lower. And if it hadn't, if it hadn't had so many shining moments from uh, Rebecca Mater, uh, I would have definitely given it lower. Um, I expected more from Lana Perea's directorial debut. Uh, and I don't care how much you say that a lot of that goes on the writing. I'm sure it does. She's a director. She could have chosen not to say that cheesy monkeys line. Um yeah so you get on that bike and you fly oh my god so I don't, passion she's so passion. passion you get on that bike and you fly <laughs> she should have like she could have she could have been tearing up or crying in that moment to make it at least somewhat dramatic I just uh yeah anyway. Selena sis you get on yeah. that bike and you fly so that's how I felt about this week's episode. Um, yeah, with uh, four or five episodes more, I I was really looking for you know like the what they've been doing these past two or three episodes. I was you know high marks. I think one of them I even even graded perfect at one point, didn't I? Yeah, I believe so. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's you know so. Yeah, you know, not this isn't coming from someone who's just hating to hate. You know, if if it's a good episode, it's a good episode. But great episode. Uh, anyway, so um, I think that's gonna do it for this week's episode of Greetings from Storybrook. Um, until uh next week, of course, you could always uh send your feedback if you'd like to uh join in the discussion. Uh, the email is greetingsfromstorybrook at gmail.com. The Twitter is at GF Storybrook and the Facebook is uh, facebook.com slash greetings from Storybrook. That's usually our, uh, you know, most busy avenue. We always, you know, the, the few the few people who still cooperate in the discussion are usually there at Facebook. Um, if the Thank voicemail is, <laughs> if the voicemail is still up, it's 424-274-2352. That's 424-274-2352. And of course, you can always reach each of us, uh, you know, individually. Tony, <clears throat> Tony, how would they do that? Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter at Hoops900. Okay, and Monica? On Twitter, at Monica Sadai. And then, of course, uh, I'm Bobby Hawk. You can find me at Inevitable Hawk, H-E-W-K-E. And then, uh, you know, search Bobby Hawk on Facebook if you want to see me on there. I don't really do anything on Facebook. Uh, Twitter, oh, I said Twitter already. Okay, now I'm just rambling. It's okay, all good. uh, This is how the show ends, right? Me rambling while I try to pull up the song, the... Da, 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 da. I think yeah. it's the, called stalling, Bobby. It's no, it's the, called vamping. It's called vamping. It's the greetings from Storybook Show. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Anyway, on that note, guys, until next week, who's going to count us down? Three, two, one. Greetings, greetings from Storybook. Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 <laughs>